0: Wild in Nashville. That's how we starting off this episode today, man. Y'all never know how we coming with these instrumentals. But good morning, man. Yo, yo, yo. Good morning, Nashville. Good morning, Nashville. Peace to the city and peace to the planet, man. A new week, a new episode. Happy President's Day. All that good stuff. My name is Jonathan Davis. I go by June Book.
1: Nashville, my name is Leon Davis Jr. And I go by, L Dogging. and yeah, it is uh, President's Day, but... Uh... I'm just going to be real. I only acknowledge one president right now. I know them other ones, but I only acknowledge one. But there will to be another day for another podcast and another conversation. But hey, man, it's a little overcast, man. It's been raining a little bit, this, that, and the third. But I know one thing. If you're on the inside and you have not listened to today's episode, you're missing out, man. So go ahead and lock in, man. Check this episode out. Another, another twist for you, man. Some more good content. And just know, man, we're trying to be the best we can be each and every week.
0: We're definitely trying to do that, man. And, and y'all, please not forget, we are an opinionated-based podcast. Yeah. Opinionated-based. So whatever you hear, if you don't agree with it, that's okay. But just keep listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> opinionated-based yeah. podcast, and we are super excited to bring to you guys today's episode, man. It is a new twist. Uh, we're making history with today's episode, so make sure you guys check it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, super excited to have our guest, man. Y'all are going to love it. Um, Black men vent two man. We're venturing into new things, man. Check out today's episode as you'll hear in our commercial break uh, more black history facts, and you'll hear Black News Weekly where we talk about different things in Nashville that you need to know about that's surrounding our culture and our community. So just stay tuned, stay intact, but man, Pops, they're gonna love this episode for sure. Yeah, man. Uh, Like
1: he just said too, stay in tune, man, and stay locked in with us, man, because, again, we're trying to scale upward, not downward, man. So we, you might hear some new stuff. You might even some these so be looking around in the city Nashville you will see us and hopefully you'll see somebody with some of
0: our merch on man definitely that man please please pay attention to us as we get out in the city getting these vending events man don't be scared to buy a hat don't be scared to buy a shirt and even if you don't do that we love prayer we yeah. say that all the time we love prayer pray us into that position and we will continue to change the narrative of the black man one episode at a time After this quick, quick break, quick break, we'll get right into today's episode. Nashville, have you heard a black man then today? glad to have you guys this week. We are the Black Man Man 50 Podcast, man. The baddest podcast in the city, man. Yes, sir. A black man Man today. Today's episode, y'all gonna love it. Y'all gonna love it, man. Make sure y'all tune in. We do not have a black guy sitting in the chair today. Uh, Let let that sink in for a minute. Mm -hmm. We do not have a black guy as a guest on today's show, man. This guy is a white man, but I kid you not. He has the most culture, uh, Mm. that that, that,
1: that I can I can thank that yeah yeah man I I tell you what man I'm glad I met the dude man and he gave me another perspective on culture you know what I'm saying so I'm glad I met him man and just you know just a real good guy been a part of our family for a long time man and we just glad to have him Glad to have him to come on here and vent, man, because that's what we do. And like I said, and I've been really holding on to this, but we're the Common Man's Podcast. and We got another common brother on here with us today, man.
0: And we're just going to have some common conversations. Man, let's get into it, man. Super excited to have my guy with us, man. An um, uh, old uh, coach of mine, man. If anybody played with the Salvation Army Bobcats, man, during that era where we was whooping the Bells, <laughs> yeah, we whooping the West National. I'm Tomo, talking about whooping them now. Whooping the Graymar <laughs> Pirates. Yeah. Any of y'all folks, man, we ran stuff back in the day. Yeah. With that being said, presenting to some, introducing the up the most cultural Driven and oriented white man that I know. I can't even call him white half the time. He's invited to all the cookouts. Yeah. Send us Here's the of all of My good friend and good brother, Coach Ronnie Coach Anders, Ron. Man. Man. How you doing, Coach Ron? Man,
2: I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Glad to be here. Glad yeah. to see
0: you. Glad hey, yeah, to see you. It's been you. a
2: while. Yeah, and, man. Hey, I'm just, I'm just happy to be a part of this because it's a good thing. Yeah. Good thing for men to stand on the soapbox
0: and talk what they want to talk about. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, yes, sir. Man, we're glad to have you, Coach, man. Um, White, black, blue, or purple, man. Yep. I hope by now you guys see that we're willing to bring any man that, that is a positive it, up man. In we got an open mic. To come on and talk. Here for. So, Pops, I let you open
1: us up, man. Uh, yeah. Just, just lead Coach Wine in, man. Yeah. You yourself, you yeah, know. yeah, Coach, man. Yeah, yeah. And I just thought about it too, man. You ain't a real young school. You kind of, you kind of more my school, man. Kind of yeah, old school did, style. So you know, know what? We, we, I've uh, been doing old school. Been doing pretty good here lately, yeah, man. Have we yeah. Have we, 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 we ain't caught up with them young boys yet, but we catching up, man. Yeah. Cause he, he done had a whole slew of cats on him, man. So I'm glad to kind of have a dude close <laughs> to my age, man. But with that being said man just just give us something about yourself ron man and then just let us know you know what do you want to talk about there but most of all just let everybody know who y'all man and what y'all about
2: man. man i'm i'm just a simple man uh nine to five guy you yes, know sir. what i'm saying work get up go to work every day love my family yeah, talk man. how to love yeah. my family yeah uh I just love being around good people. Mm-hmm. I love doing good things. I love kids. I've coached football for 15 years. Took a little time off. Got married. Mm-hmm. Got a family of my own now. So we'll see. We'll see where we're going. Yeah. Where that's going to go. I got people look at me funny when I tell them I got them playing soccer. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so they're like, they're like, your kids are playing soccer? Yes, my kids are playing soccer. We're gonna, we're gonna venture into other things eventually. We're yeah. see, you know? We Don't want to feed them. With the, uh, wood spoon too fast. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, man, you know what? That that just give me an opening question, man. And you, we can go for wherever however it goes from you know. So, what gave you the passion, man? To have such a heart for kids, man? Man, I
2: don't, I don't. I've always loved football. So I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be honest with you. Since yeah. I really. I got into coaching football because football was my first love. Right. Football, we didn't go to church on Sunday. Right. We sit around on Saturday and watch UT football. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's what we did. My daddy yelled and hollered at the TV. <laughs> he even seen to smack my brother one time for saying the ball sucked. So, <laughs> hey, I was like Six. And I was like, go Vols ever yeah. since. You know what
1: <laughs> So you learned that quick. Yeah, real, yeah. real quick. Real
2: quick. So, yeah, it, it, football's always been a part of our life. Even right. my mama sat down and watched football with, wow. with us. You know okay. what I'm saying? Even though she would cheer for the replays. Yeah. And daddy, and daddy would tell her, hey, that already happened. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> football. And then I was probably, I was six years old when I first started playing. With it. And, My daddy came home like I signed you up for football. Mm -hmm. My mom was like, "My baby ain't getting out there and playing no football. Look how skinny and little he is. He's gonna get hurt." Three games in, she was the loudest person in the (laughs) stands. You know what I'm saying? So, man, the love for the sport, getting out there coaching, really what what made me start loving coaching kids. Mm -hmm. At that age, you're teaching them the game. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And when you see a kid advance in that game and start to learn what you're teaching, there's nothing bad. Mm-hmm. When you take a kid that, that can't catch or can't run the cones right, can't do a shuttle, you know what I'm saying? The little fundamental things, they can't even get in the three-point stance. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then you teach that kid what they're doing, and they start to love that game like yeah. you love that game. Yeah, It just turned into... Into pure love, period, and then where I coached that. I'm gonna be honest with you, coach the only white guy out there. Mm-hmm. You know, I mm-hmm. walk out there, everybody's looking at me. First day out there, the yeah. 11 12 year old goes, We ain't never had a white coach, you know <laughs> what I'm saying? So I giggled about it, and went on about my business, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Walked on over there and got yeah. the coaching, but I watched referees try to take
1: us. Out of games. Run, look, man. Don't get because I'm one of the parents that was there, man, to I watch know. that stuff, man. And it's sad, man. But yeah, that used to happen, man. It and I watched
2: happen. them not like me because I was a white guy coaching an all black team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they didn't they didn't understand it. I grew up right across the railroad tracks over there. That
3: yeah. was my neighbor. You right. know what I'm saying? Right.
2: So it was just part of giving back and then like I said, once I started Football was my first love. Mm-hmm. good at baseball. Mm-hmm. But that we not enough I want to play baseball. Right. I want to hit somebody. <laughs> right, you know what I'm right. saying? So, football was my thing. And my daddy played football. Like I said, that was, that was
0: first. We yeah. had it on Saturday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So,
1: that's, yeah, that's, man. That's, that, that's beautiful. And I love that, man. I, I yeah. just had
0: just sitting here looking at dude, man. I, it's bringing back so many memories. Yeah, man. man.
1: Look, I, I'm, I'm thinking old. about him running up <laughs> down the sideline, hollering, man. man <laughs> I,
2: hey, I, the dude. game, the game itself will humble you, because when I first started, I had to learn that. It took me a couple years because I got suspended for getting into it with the, with the referee because mm-hmm. they just let a kid beat up one of my kids, and then mm-hmm. I was. You know, went off on so I got suspended for a couple of years. Humble, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it humbled me. You know, because I missed the because I was still in my prime. I was still mm-hmm. going. You know, mm-hmm. so, and what was crazy was I had to work my way back up to a head coach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I came in one year, and next year I was head coach when I first started. Mm-hmm. Remember, I yeah, coached y'all yeah. as a defensive coordinator at seven, and eight, yeah. y'all moved yeah. up with me in nine and ten. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. I yeah, you
1: was defense coordinator with uh, what's his name, Teddy. Teddy? Yeah, yep, yep. yep. I remember. And, that.
2: Uh, so we did that, and then I had to work my way up. and I missed it, but I learned. I learned how to work the referees mm. instead of just trying to, get to get it right intimidate the them. Yeah, you know uh-huh. what I'm saying. I wouldn't try to intimidate them no more. Mm-hmm. I was working. Yeah, I, I tell them it was. <laughs> uh-huh. He didn't know he obviously didn't read his rule book because it was the rule but I would have to, he was like he was right. you know what I'm saying <laughs> you know, I'm like dude was like man you working them rails so <laughs> I'd be like hey man you gotta you know hey, you, gotta, you gotta be
0: able to handle that you yeah. know what I'm saying yeah, yeah.
3: yeah. That, was
0: that was some of the best football played back then during, during that 8 to 13
1: mmhmm that mmhmm was, that was, that was a long, long. it was a, it, it was like, real it competitive was, too though yeah. man real
2: yeah. competitive it really was mm-hmm. and I feel that I came and taught you how to play real football. Yes. Before that, yes. somebody was just putting you in a position and saying, do this. Yeah. I broke stuff down for you guys. I showed you how to do stuff the right way. Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, let, let, let's get fundamentals first, right. and then we can – a lot of people can go out there and win with talent. Yeah. yeah. But if you give me a team with the same kind of talent yeah. that
1: you got, yeah. I'm going to to it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I said, look, yeah. I'm going to vouch for you. Scoot yes, he yeah. can. Yeah, yes, he will. But, Scoot man, you yeah. know, and I'm sitting back thinking about what you said, how you would like to get intimate with the kids, man, and really get to understand them, man. But the good thing about that, man, is that sports translates to life, man. Yeah. So how was you able to help some of these guys transfer what they were learning on the field to their everyday life? You know what I'm saying?
2: Well, you got to... You got to show them that even if, like, if I don't like you, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter out here. We got to work as a team. Mm-hmm. So, you go into a job just because you don't like that supervisor. Come on. If you be mad all day at that supervisor, you say that job. Is mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. if you get there, do your job, and work with that guy as a team, yeah. hey many days going to go by, and you're going to get your paycheck at the end of the week. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That, and, you know, I just wanted to learn teach kids yeah. that get a passion for something I knew all of them were going to go to league mm-hmm. college you know some of them didn't even play after that you know True. what I'm saying True. but True. I just hope that they got a passion for something man, and went at it the same way they went at it after Yeah. that's life
1: yeah. I'm going to tell you what man and I had to learn this man I learned it early and I'm mm-hmm. thankful that I did my only thing that I used to tell my kids you're not going to start a sport or not exactly. you're going to finish it but what I did learn, and I had to learn it maybe earlier. Well, he helped me learn it, but I had to learn it earlier. Jonathan was a great baseball player, but he gravitated to basketball. Mm-hmm. I was a great baseball player. I played all sport, but baseball was my thing. And I knew the longevity of baseball he don't do it. Mm-hmm. And then he when he didn't want to do it. I'm like, what? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I had to learn though. I cannot live my dream through him. You know what man. I'm saying? I had to learn that earlier, man. So if he want to play basketball, we support him in the basketball. You know, and life moved on. But I had to learn that. But let me ask you this, man. So how are we? What's the state of the union now for kids playing these sports? Because I know I watch this too. I watch kids. Like they daddies and they mamas try to make them like you in the NFL, you in the NBA. Now, dude, like you just said, it's only a certain percentage that make it to those levels. But they coaching these kids and hollering at them like you going to go to the league next year. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's up with that, man? Man, it's the state of the union
2: of youth football is not where it needs to be. Uh, you got to let kids play every sport and let them find what they love. Now if they love football, hey, have at it. Mm-hmm. But you can also play, I don't care what age you are, mm-hmm. you can only play some of the football. Mm-hmm. Sure. Them, them shoulders, the knees, and the stuff are only going to take so much. So this traveling football and all this stuff, mm-hmm. playing almost year round, it's not good for kids. Let them go play basketball, let them go play baseball, let them go play soccer, let them, let them try a little bit of everything. And then you got Coaches that's out here green chasing instead of coaching. <laughs> mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They want to talk the stuff. I've never been a talker. I'm not gonna sit here and talk to you about how bad I'm gonna beat you. And get on <laughs> Facebook Live and be like, hey, I'm gonna 40 you next week, or you know, yeah. we're gonna we're gonna do this and this. I've always been the one I can show you better than I can tell you. Right. And then I'm gonna shake your hand at They're making it about them and not about the kids. This this is we need something for these kids are growing up too fast. They're out here in these streets doing stuff that they don't have nothing. I mean the centers are closing earlier, wow. all this stuff. They gotta they gotta have something to do.
1: You know what, man? And, and see that's what bothers me. We trying to build stadium. We building uh um, hotels, motels, apartments, condos, but we're not building rec centers. That's we're sweet. not building youth center, YMCA. We're not building that type of stuff. Like you said, that we wonder what these kids, how they, why they act not the way they do. They don't have many outlets, man. You know what I'm
2: saying? When I grew up, I could go to the center to at least six, seven, play basketball. Mm-hmm mess up the pool table, get kicked out or something, you know what I'm <laughs> i had somewhere to go every day. Right. Leach, Leach was the guy over Shelby, he led me right back the next day, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, but we had somewhere to go, mm-hmm. I don't know where to go, mm-hmm. they go straight to the streets and they're out here doing stuff We mm-hmm. need to set a better example, as, as adults, mm-hmm. and you know, if you call yourself, you know, out here, an OG, mm-hmm. it's to lead your people away from you whatever got you where you got whatever you're doing you're supposed yes. to lead your lead your people to another place yes you know not what you need yeah you know what
0: i'm saying so man so what's your take man on uh you know these guys man you know, my generation having kids, man, and i've been there after man what you're seeing is so many different young men are still of the young you know age right? Kids at any point in time, man. So, what, just what would you say to that, man? Just in terms of how we're seeing these kids develop, man, and get them in front of us.
2: I don't think you're never ready. Mm-hmm. To be honest with you, no matter what age, because little bitty kids scare me. Like when, <laughs> like when I'm holding them <laughs> and stuff, they scare me. I, yeah. They can't talk to you, yeah. to tell you what's going on. So, yeah. you're never ready. But if you're young, you're gonna have to grow up fast. You're going to have to because that kid is going to look up to you for the rest of his life. You're either going to be a bum or a good example. I mean, there's only two ways you can go with that. You can't be a part-time. You can be a full-time, all-time. Mm-hmm. Full-time, so, all the time. Yeah. So you, I mean, it's just that. You know, I can't really speak on because I didn't have a bunch of kids that were with with. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, I. but I, I know I wouldn't. I wasn't ready yeah, yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying I've coached over hundreds and hundreds of people. it's different when you go home with wow. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying it's
3: different
0: yeah, yeah yeah man hey man again man just glad to have you on the show and uh, just thanking you man for you being a part of the show we got about five or ten minutes man, in this first segment I'm gonna go ahead and break the question man even though you already been bent but uh, as we lead into our second segment man the natural question that we always ask our guest coach is what would you like to bend about I'm
2: going to win about youth sports because mm-hmm. we got to we gotta figure out a better way to do it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's getting more programs. Like when you was growing up, the basketball program we'd go to football, to basketball, to mm-hmm. baseball to something. Now, mm-hmm. you, like I said, you got people doing stuff that's one sport all the time. Mm-hmm. AAU basketball, mm-hmm. football like I said, the knees and shoulders
0: and mm-hmm. head injuries are at a high mm-hmm. rate and we just gotta do be better growing up. It's funny that you mentioned you know you mentioned what you just said because uh, I, I have a I have notes in my phone man and I, I tell my pops I always write different thoughts down that in my head. And one of the thoughts I wrote down man pops mentioned mentioning it in terms of how uh he said I was good in baseball and I feel like I was pretty good but I knew that growing up man at the Kobe Bryant was my favorite player, if you know me, you know this. So mm-hmm. I moved to basketball. Mm-hmm. Kobe mm-hmm. gave me that little basketball. Mm-hmm. And then naturally I figured off in the bowling and whatnot. But the point I'm trying to make is I wrote down this quote. Um, and it was my own quote. I came up with it. You are born into someone else's reality. Think about it. You have to unlearn the reality of the environment around you and parties involved, and essentially make your own reality, which can accompany different traumas. Of healing from it, et what I meant by that is this. Pop just said it, you know what I'm saying? I was born into my dad and my mom's reality. So whatever they seen life to be, when they first laid eyes on me, they gave all of the energy, the love, the effort, the experience, and the wisdom, which was their reality. Is. Mm-hmm. Once I got older and started seeing the environment for my own, the resources, the good, the bad, in between, now I gotta make my own reality. Mm-hmm. That ain't, that ain't easy. You know what I'm saying? Because you got kids that are born into their parents' reality. Their reality could be drugs. Mm-hmm. It could be domestic violence. Mm-hmm. It could be mental abuse. It could be mental health. It could be a, a, a multitude of things. And I don't think we think about that. You know what I'm saying? When you born, man, you're a baby. You don't know much. Mm-hmm. So it's, 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 you know, they, they give you the cliche of you got to play the hand that you were dealt with. And I hate that for some folks, man, because some folks get dealt with a bad hand. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, Coach? Yes. And, and, and just to relate that back to my question man what what do the what do, what advice do you have as a wrap up for the children that were dealt a bad hand
2: don't become a product of your environment seek out more reach for the stars you can always do better than what you came from mm-hmm.
1: and and i like what you said because you right man you are born into your parents' reality and the thing about that hopefully like you said you can you can you can gain some stuff from their reality and help you have a foundation for where you can establish yours. but like you said if you come from a bad situation don't allow that to be your your, your end game well, see, that the ain't the is, end of the game you know so, what i'm saying it's
0: so easy to say it to
4: go,
1: yeah that's man, true these kids,
0: that's true man, that's
1: to but yeah. what I mean. Oh, like yeah, yeah. And look, if yeah, this so thing about like this, we got basically three generations here. Well, I'm in my yep. age, and then you and then yep. you talking about three generations. Now you saying, being the youngest in here, that you talking about these kids coming hey, up. Man, and we wild, used to say dude. the same. Ain't that crazy, man? Hey, we wow. but it but like you said, they dealing with so much. Me and you talking about it off mic. They dealing with so much for and I and I don't want to put a bad eye on uh social media because I use it. Right. I'm looking yeah. at stuff too, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Right. But it's all about how they flood you with so much stuff, and if your mind is not ready to process, it, you don't know the good, the bad, the ugly, because you can't process it all. You know what I'm saying?
2: Yeah, they're being exposed to way more than we were mm-hmm. their age mm-hmm. by, by quadruple. Yeah, it's it's yeah. It's, social media has a good and its bad. Mm-hmm. We talked about that. It's, mm-hmm. You can use it for good stuff, but you know these kids do see a lot of a lot of bad stuff. And, and, you know, mm-hmm. Hey.
0: Man, we just gotta step up as adults entertain uh, yes, no, yes. Man, we definitely gotta make sure we do that man. let's take a quick commercial break man hope you guys are enjoying the episode thus far we got a white dude white dude <laughs> on the show man host ron man uh enjoying our time with him again uh, the bad podcast in Nashville, man we have you are now listening to the Black Man Venture podcast after this uh, commercial break. We'll get right into some more conversation with Coach, man. Coach is the married man. He has a yeah. family. He's got babies. Yeah, we'll get into man. more of those talks, man, and just, uh, just kind of break down with Coach. How is the married life, man, coming out of this 50 year career of a coach? We need to get back into it. We'll talk about that. Nashville, have you heard a black man vet today? Yo, what's going on, Nashville, man? We hope you guys are enjoying today's episode, man, the baddest podcast in Nashville. Have you heard of Black Man Vint Today? Today's commercial break, uh, as we always try to make sure that we give you guys a breather in between the episodes. We want to do our commercial break in reference to Black History Month and give you guys a little bit of facts behind Frederick Douglass. Frederick Douglass, those of you may know him, those of you may not, but what we will get into in today's commercial break is a small YouTube video titled, In the Words of Frederick Douglass. In this video, you guys will learn a little bit more about Frederick Douglass, what he stood for, and again, how he has impacted the world today. We thank you guys again for tuning in to the Black Man V2 Podcast. Let's check this commercial out.
3: Frederick Douglass, a runaway slave from Maryland, became one of America's greatest abolitionist leaders. Douglass was a truly inspirational and powerful speaker who strongly supported racial pride and fought against oppression of all kinds. An advisor to United States Presidents beginning with Abraham Lincoln, Douglass's impassioned writing and intellectual honesty won over audiences across the United States and in Europe. The legacy of his written and spoken words will inspire Americans today and into the future. No people are more talked about and no people seem more imperfectly understood. Those who see us every day seem not to know us. There is no Negro problem. The problem is whether the American people have loyalty enough, honor enough, patriotism enough to live up to their own Constitution. woman should have justice as well as praise, and if she is to dispense with either, she can better afford to part with the latter than the former.
1: He's family to us, man. And, and I'm going to tell y'all the funny inside thing about that. When we had the other guy that said history with this podcast on yeah. here, he, he told me, man, he was a little deterred about that, man. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that,
1: that was a – we, we yeah, He was like, two, man, I'm yeah, family. Yeah. Y'all going to do me <laughs> like that? Hey, man, and shout out to Will Acuff, man, yeah. corner to corner, man.
0: We love you guys. But, but there was an a, a interesting conversation we had at the yeah. Nonetheless, it's all love, man. All Coach Ronnie Anderson is with us again, if you guys are getting that tuning in. And uh, again, man, let's get into uh, the second half of this, uh, this good conversation, man. I wanted to open the floor with asking you, Coach, uh, you are a, um, a member, for lack of words, of uh interracial man. And a lot of people, man, I know don't know that. So uh, naturally, man, just just to the mic, if you will, about the experience of being a part of a, member, a, part of a interracial man.
2: Well, marriage isn't
0: easy anyway.
2: You know what I'm saying. But when you got two different people from two different cultures, you know what I'm saying. Black and white, whatever. You know what I'm saying. It's it's a little you know a little different. You know what I'm saying. We still get looks when we're out at dinner. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying. Depending on where we're at. And I joke with it. Like we went to the mountains a couple of weeks ago. I was like. Hurry up, Tracy. You know, they don't like your kind up here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just mess away. She'll laugh and be like, shut up. You know what I'm saying? Like, so you know, it's fun, you, got, you gotta you gotta make the best out of it. Yeah, yeah. I, I married a beautiful, beautiful black yes, woman. Yes. I love her with yeah. all I got in hey, me.
1: Shout out, shout out to this sister, man. If you can handle this brother, and yeah. I know you got it going <laughs> right.
2: on. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's like period. Wake up in the morning, you don't like that person at that. Mm-hmm. That's just how it goes. You know, you get on each other's nerves, but social media can ruin stuff and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you know, you gotta look past that. And another thing is you're with somebody, no matter what. You gotta you, you took those vows in front of your family, your friends, and guys. You gotta, you gotta try to fix whatever that that every day. You know what I'm saying? Because you're not gonna get along every day. You're not gonna have, you know, but we work at it. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, her family loves me. My family loves her. And we don't have those kind of problems with the interracial relationship. But like I said, when we go out we get the you know the nose nose flares and the stares and people you know looking at us and stuff. But I don't care I'll prance her around anywhere she wants to go. I know, know right. hey. I know that's right I
0: know that bad coach. I, I I love asking I'm good about this marriage this question. How did you know? All right, let's
2: go to the story. You ready? Yeah, let's go. Let's All right, go. so I also coached fast pitch softball. Okay. With Coach Reggie. You remember Coach yeah, Reggie? Is, yeah. yeah. So me and him, me and him had a fast pitch travel team. Her daughter played on the team. I seen her walking through the park day. I was like, hmm, <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Like, wow, why <laughs> And I chased her and I chased her and I chased her. I guess she finally fell down because I caught her. You know what I'm saying? Because uh I tell you, man, we we went on a couple of dates before, yeah, then never never really took off And this last time she called me out the blue. I knew I knew when I first saw her that I wanted her to be. You know what I'm saying? I, I knew. I was like, "That's your You You know what I'm saying? So you you know you gotta you gotta you. you about to say that, you, man? It's like not. You, it's I can't explain it. It it, it just grabs you, man. Like you, you you that's the one you don't know. Like you don't know. My daddy always told. Dad, was, <laughs> Dad yeah, Dad was, was right. right um. yeah. Dad was right. He, he ain't never lies.
0: <laughs> I just, I, I, I've always asked folks that man: white, black, blue, or purple. Man, love is love. You yes, know what I'm mm-hmm. like, man, mm-hmm. it's hard to love somebody unconditionally. I don't think people know what that means. You know what I'm saying? Unconditionally. If you means...
1: just put the words together, yeah, yeah like you like, can find out just, what, what, what do. they call it—a uh,
0: context clue uh-huh. or something like sure. that. Look at that word. What yeah. unconditionally means. Yes. That means with, 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 with no, no conditions. conditions. <laughs> so, so anything that can be a general condition, mm-hmm.
2: you love them past it. Yes. Good that days, bad easy. days, all of them. And you know no, what? I no,
1: mean, no, no. I think Ron explained it well, man, when he said, I, we work at it. People don't understand. Marriage, marriage is work, work marriage man. Work, yeah. It's work, man. I'm talking about, I've been working on this thing now going on 28 <laughs> years, man. You know what I'm saying? And we still working on it. I'm talking about because you evolve. Like you evolve, like we get older, and we evolve into different people. I'm not the same dude I was at 30 when we got yeah. married. You know? I'm not that dude. Yeah, I'm 28 years later. I'm that dude. You know what I'm saying? But I, through all of that, when you got the right one, it don't matter. They I stick, think, they stick, I think, they stick uh, together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
0: Over time, too, you, you, you get a lot of emotional maturity out of, out of your marriage, man, because I, I'm still in that mindset with you. Your baby girl coming in there. Eat a piece of my
2: sweet potato pie and I know I really kinda want to get piece of it. But I got no problem, yeah. I ain't gonna have to say no things.
0: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But baby, you
2: could have
1: asked me. I, I, you know hey, me. <laughs> hey, I ate one of her uh hot chicken tenders one time. I
2: thought she was gonna kill me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Look, <laughs> but, but, <laughs> you know how weird about that hot yeah, stuff, hey, man. <laughs> hey. Hey, man. She said it on the counter by the by the trash can. <laughs> I thought she was throwing
1: <laughs> it away, you know. What
2: I'm I was going to go on finish it for her. You know? That way she ain't waste the money. Oh she come downstairs God. talking about, where my chicken tender? I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> hey, man, that is funny. Oh that,
3: man. Is funny. that is funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> what,
0: uh, what have you enjoyed, man, just about the marriage uh, thus far, Coach? How long have you been married in business natural? What's been some of the highlights of it?
2: We've been married for over a year. It'd be two years. Our uh, July thirty first. Okay. We're wow. yeah, newlyweds, yeah, man. So, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we. Yeah. Uh, but we've been together for four years. Right? Oh, okay. So yeah. Uh, I just enjoy her, period. Yeah. 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 You, yeah, you know, know, and then I like taking trips with her, and you know, watching her with kids. Cause she let me tell you something. That's the most patient woman ever man, in my life. Cause them kids. <laughs> them three boy, they something else. But she, and she, and she. She's good with him. She's a great mother. Mm-hmm. You know great what I'm saying? Job, she's a great mother. Yeah. This is fun watching her,
0: watching her with the kids. But yeah, she's she, she's an awesome lady. Yeah. yeah. Let me ask you this. What um, first off is your wife's dad, uh, Yes. Okay. How was that interaction? Uh he got
2: real mad at first. Uh like like he he he's an older man, mm-hmm. so he didn't he didn't like the whole interracial thing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but now he comes over. Talk, we talk. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. We're, we're getting cool. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's it way better. Her mama, she
1: loves.
4: Her, so. <laughs> you <laughs> know what? You know, you know what I'm saying?
1: May here a thing about him. We talk about this all the time. That's mm-hmm. one of the big things in i my, what my, me and my wife's uh, relationship, and I really had to learn that from her. But communication is key. To every relationship, man. And it's whole. Every relationship. And what I'm sitting here thinking about is this You white, I'm black. I told you about when I first met you. I'm like, dude, he tripping out here in Hollywood. What's wrong with him? (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But then when I got, but check it out. But when I got to know you and we talking, now look, here we are talking about family and all that. We got to get to know people, man, before we judge them, but just because of their color. You know what I'm saying. We, I'm talking about. Don't yeah. get me wrong. We understand black people struggle. We understand our struggle. A lot of them understand it too. But still, we got to get to know each other across the lines. You know, and that maybe that's something we can talk about. How can we bridge this gap? And I think communication. But how can we bridge this gap so that we can become family like we are?
2: Like you said, you just got to get to know each other. Mm-hmm. Period. Like. Just because I look this way and talk this way and all this stuff don't mean I am completely like this. Or I was raised a certain kind of way. Mm-hmm. My mom and daddy never showed us the looking of Mhm.
1: See that good people's good people. See that? You know what yeah. I'm saying? And that's yeah. what
2: you gotta put in people. We never we never never was raised like that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had like I I grew up in Snap. Right. All my buddies were Black, you yeah. Know what I'm saying? So yeah. they all in the house eating mama cornbread, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. they, call, they call my mama, Mama Cheryl, uh-huh. and my daddy, Papa Joe. So, yeah, yeah. we, we, never, we just gotta get, like you just got to do that. Communication is a big part of getting to know somebody. Yeah.
0: What's up, Nashville, man? We... Are super excited that you guys are listening into the baddest podcast in Nashville, man—the Black Man Been podcast. Nashville, have you heard of Black Man Been Today? We're introducing a new segment break called Black News Weekly, where we will provide you guys with different news throughout the city of Nashville that not only pertains to the culture, but also just news that everybody that is a Nashvilleian needs to hear. This next video is an excerpt from News Channel 5, and again, it is just news that we will present in this segment to make sure that you guys are abreast of everything that is going on in our city of Nashville. Check this video out.
4: to fight a bill proposed by Tennessee Republican lawmakers to rename part of John Lewis Way here in Nashville and call it President Trump Boulevard. Brianna Hamblin joins us now with more on the rally that will be held later today. So Brianna, who is leading this charge? It's young people, I understand. That's right, Jennifer, and the leader of it, high school high schooler Sophia Suara, says that this isn't just about the road's name change. This is also getting young people to know about legislation like this and that they can make a difference with their voices. This rally starts at 3 here at Public Square Park, and Sophia is the daughter of Metro Councilwoman Zulfat Suara, and she said she was by her mom's side as she did the work to rename the road after the civil rights leader and U.S. Congressman John Lewis. Lewis attended American Baptist College and Fisk University in Nashville. Sophia says he wasn't much older than her when he became an activist for racial equality. So her hosting this rally is continuing his legacy in Nashville while also bringing to fellow young people's attention other bills like the proposal to abolish the Community Oversight Board, reduce Metro Council by half, and the proposal to refuse federal education funding for schools. So I think it's important for youth to know about issues like this, other bills that are trying to be passed because this is the community that we're going to live in. And if we can't at least know about it and try to change it before it becomes cemented, how are we supposed to live in it in the future? A petition is going around online on Forward TN to try to urge lawmakers to not change the name of any part of John Lewis Way. It currently has almost 14,000 signatures. Jennifer. Promise, thank you. Yeah, the
0: thing with communication, man, people step into a communication. uh, You know, people step into talking, and I feel like folks. Have an issue with trying to be understood first instead of understanding the person that's the problem. Mm-hmm. I think you get into it, especially when you talk about the company resolution, man. If I got a problem with this dude, you know what I'm saying, and I'm getting I'm, I'm the man to, to come to this dude and be like, hey, man, I got a problem with you. It's naturally, not necessarily me wanting to just vent and mm-hmm. get my problem. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, too, man, this is how we react and respond and stuff. Yep. Whatever that dude's response is going to be. Now, I got to sit back and think, okay, how I'm not going to respond and make this a, a resolved concept. Right. So to react and respond thing. Coach, has it ever been a time during your coaching career where you reacted quickly and you probably should have talked thought, thought into it and respond? Yes, and it's,
2: several it's, times. Because football is a heated battle. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's a yeah. game of emotion. Yeah. so you're already highly emotional right. when you're out there. As it, 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 it's a game of controlled emotion. Mm. you gotta learn how to control it. When I said it humbled me, I no longer got out there hollering and all that stuff. I toned down and really got into more teaching. You know what I'm saying, and more talking to them and, 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 and listening to them. But I still disciplined them when they weren't doing they're supposed yeah. to do because you gotta have that. But yeah, man, there's been plenty of times where I've been like,
4: <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. that's
2: life, though. Yeah, yeah no, yeah, that's it true. is. It is. It is. There's still times to this day, even at work, like, i would be out, one of the guys will call and be like, I need to get this and this, and you trees outside, and you would be like, hey, man, I'm going to. <laughs> I hear all day, and then you in the office, and yeah. the air conditioning, <laughs> clicking <academia>. the yeah, <laughs> clicking the keyboard. You know what I'm saying? So you going you gonna what you gonna do? Call me Monday morning. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. I yeah, so yeah, there, yeah. There's times you know, stuff, certain little stuff will set you off. And it, and it does, and, and it, going back to marriage. Yeah. when you know when a woman is passionate about something, she'll come. She gonna come across. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, you gon' listen? You know what I'm saying? And you know, sometimes you, you might react a little. What? You gotta you gotta learn that. You know what I'm saying? That's not. People aren't born with certain stuff. That's why we learn. You know what I'm saying? You gotta be taught. You know what I'm saying? And right. Husband and wife are supposed to teach each other as they go. You know what I'm
1: saying? So. And they quote a compliment. Yes, yes. Well, I'm weak at. You strong. Well, I'm strong at. You know might be weak in that area but we yeah. ought to be able to compliment each other i tell my sons this all the time they both know this man he know where i'm here to go if you're with a woman or a man is with a, or a man is with a woman or a girl is with a dude if they're not making you better you got the wrong somebody they should make you better man you know yep. what i'm saying they should they should challenge you to make you better now like you just said now how i respond to that that's probably gonna tell tell where the relationship gonna go you yep. know what i mean
0: Again, I I asked it because I feel tremendously in terms of your reaction versus response. Uh, you know, uh, we had a guy on the podcast that explained to him, you. your reaction is a quick microwave input, mm-hmm, You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Your response is you just cut it out. One Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Like you got it. You, 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 your response, you're taking a calculated step. Yeah, taking some thoughts, taking some process, and. Man, I, I've seen on Instagram, man, a few times it's sad. Well, you've been at about it, you know, you open it up with it. These parents, man, get so passionate behind their kids, man, in these games. But Like you said, they take away and they extract the phone out of the game. It's a video that went viral of uh, one of the coaches walking up to the referee and choking him. Yeah. Like he right. just went straight and dude, yeah. He back, so they just sit choking each other in front in of the kids full of kids. Yeah, yeah kids. man. That- you got to get out of there, coach. Well, yeah. well, well,
2: well, grown people take the fun out of a lot of stuff. Yeah. It don't matter what it is. Like, birthday parties, grown folks go too far with that when they're real little. <laughs> yeah. Don't take the fun out of it. Let the mm-hmm. kids stick his face in the cake and don't know about his business. Yeah, they want to you know, keep him clean. Yeah, yeah, no. They want to do that and then they want to, you know, micromanage it. Let's leave it alone. Let's let the kids be kids and learn, like, the biggest thing with the kids these days is they don't go outside and play them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They're, they're letting, they're letting Laptops and all that stuff, raising right? video games
0: and stuff. Man, I stayed outside to the summer. I feel like we were the last generation because mm-hmm. I still remember the big knock, the nicknight, I'm mm-hmm. uh, uh, playing a uh, uh, pickup still mm-hmm. football. Like I, I I we might have been the last generation. You 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 might have You're something outside. like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah everybody yeah. all of now want to play video games and
2: stuff. But, but, but your parents Parents need to come to practice and watch what the kids are doing to practice mm-hmm. instead of dropping them off like a baby Look. <laughs> look,
1: you know hey, what I'm man. saying? Yeah, I don't
2: okay. care if you sit in the car yeah. and yep. watch. You watch. Yeah. You can see what little, little Johnny's been doing, yeah. backflips and yeah.
1: you know what I'm saying, rolling around in the grass. You know what I'm saying? Now look, yeah. he got a point too. You drop them off yeah. and then you come to the game then wondering why they on the end of the bench. <laughs> <laughs> like that, you said, but that, you didn't see it. <laughs> They on the end of the bench facing the
2: crowd instead of the game.
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> and yeah, and then, they, and then they mad at you, though. Yeah, they I, mad yeah, at I you. I catch
2: all of them. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'll be like Your kid wasn't doing nothing to correct. Exactly, exactly. You did know, you your job to teach them well. you know, yeah. kids over always spinning around on his head. <laughs> I can only teach him so much at that point. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, uh, hey, I've had parents
0: – I've had parents – What's the worst experience? No I, 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 coach a career. What's the worst parent to coach uh, experience in that
2: age? See, man, I got lucky uh, that I got y'all first. This oh, group. Well, that, well, the parents kind of jumped on my side a couple weeks in the season because it seemed I knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And they wasn't scared to leave y'all out there with a white dude with his face turning red yelling, yelling <laughs> they knew i knew i was, had the best interest for y'all. Right, right but i've had parents say i don't want you know, white guy hollering so i don't want to play for that team i was like well, school you know play ball mm-hmm. good chance we might have a white coach Mm-hmm. And high school and stuff, they're not only going to yell at you. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some cute choice words coming your way too. Yes, because you know I, I got
0: cussed out on the bowling. Mm-hmm. See? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'm telling you, <laughs> in high school.
2: You, yeah. I yeah, I've been yeah. hitting the helmet with clipboards. And, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh-huh. Everything. But it's a whole other world. You know what I'm saying? But it's not only that. It, I mean that 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 hurt my feelings more than it did anything because mm-hmm. I was like. Gonna learn, you know what I'm saying? That and uh, you remember when the big fight broke
1: out of Flat Rock? Yeah, when we went to the little country town, <laughs> yes, yeah. We look and we look and we were trying to get him out of- <laughs> Hey, remember it was Caleb. Taylor's Yeah, yeah Mr. Mr.
2: Cliff. He, Mr. Cliff. He, he said, I'm finna cut a run. I'm finna cut.
1: Man, he got... I, go. I said, no, please yeah. don't. And, and what happened was she had... I called think, him the N-word. Look, look, I it look, I'll, I'll, look was, I'll get ready to say that. That's what happened, yeah. man. Because you and came see, to the meeting because yeah. we got in trouble for Yeah, because see, Mr. Cliff was my neighbor. Yeah. And, man, he told me, he said it. I was getting ready so, to get him. As give soon her. as I jumped the fence mm-hmm.
2: and ran up on the hill, he's like, she called me you know, he mm-hmm. called me and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut her, Ron. I said, no, don't do that. Please <laughs> don't do that. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and, you know, we went, we had to go before the board. Yeah. And. They still put us on probation. Yeah, and look, we didn't even
1: do nothing. And it didn't make it and it didn't make it no better that we had went to the little country town and we were beating the brakes off of him, too. That that dude was coming out and filming
2: our practices. Yeah.
1: Mm -hmm. And then we'd walk by him while he was
2: filming, like, he still got to play. Yeah. Yeah, You know
1: what I'm saying? Beat the brakes off of man. He didn't have a
2: chance. He tried to fumble rooski on us. Remember the center track? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. yeah. We, we had Lil Ricky calling audibles. that, that Little
1: Ricky. Yeah, yeah, Lil Ricky was. Shout out to Ricky, man. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, man. He was calling audibles. They ain't never seen nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm talking about. And, and that's what they don't understand. That Coach Ron had them boys, had a. I, y'all was like a fan. I'm talking about everybody. We had a family community because, you know, yeah. like if. Ricky needed some man. We just get together and do it. I'm yeah. talking about like a like yeah. a coaching team, yeah. Yeah. not just you with the parents. Whole, you, everybody, man. everybody would... was in on that, man. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah but you can't you can't to do that. No, you can't. Yeah. This parents man is out here making side things, man. Oh players.
2: man, I'm gonna tell you this. I just the last team I coached went undefeated and sports. And didn't score on them either? No, they never scored on. Us. Nobody. Wow. I was averaging what, what, forty a game.
1: What 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 uh, age group was this? This was nine and ten. Okay, okay. I was out there slapping everybody. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but they robbed us, they robbed us out of the championship. They the president of our league did something, like they, they canceled a game and didn't tell us or something for the eleven and twelve, but took it out on the whole program, kicked us out of the league. But it was Graymore. It was Graymar. Graymar wow. was trying to go for a four-peat, and they knew they were not going to get it. Yeah. They they put us in a whole nother league, like the, the Americans, so they didn't have to play. Yeah, yeah. so they didn't have to play us. They knew. I, I, I wally mopped them in the, in the game, yeah. uh, in what's a, what's a bowl you, game.
1: What'd you do to them? Uh, Wally-mobbed.
2: <laughs> hey. hey, we hung 30 on them with a running clock.
1: Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: They was talking about it was their double B. No, it yeah. was yeah, no, you, know, you tell that to somebody else. Yeah. yeah, you put yeah. them in after I done hung twelve on you with a running clock. Yeah, but uh, man. yeah, we was undefeated, unscored on, and dude, that team, y'all still my favorite team. One hundred, yeah, because y'all was my first team, y'all was my first babies. But this team was special, man. Like uh, but I had a guy paying my running back every time he scored a touchdown. He get mad when we hand it off to somebody else. See, so I set him down. See. I set him down, See. And, and and we still beat uh Music City Firebirds. Yeah, then we yeah. still beat them by forty without a plane. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I told that guy I was like, man, don't do that. See, don't do that. See, you're messing him up, yeah, man. He's he messing he, him yeah, up. He wants yeah. that money, so he wants the ball every, every time he mm-hmm, gets. Mm-hmm. But man, we uh, yeah, that team was special. Man. Like yeah, yeah. we was, uh, I ran a real force.
1: Uh, Jeez, still they, yeah, them ain't folks ain't seen no <laughs> stuff like that
2: at that age, <laughs> no, man. No, no, yeah. no, no. no. Yeah. It was so we were so good that we had a coach from both. That almost scored. He said, I almost had you. I said, Man, we beat y'all forty-four to nothing. We almost had what? <laughs> we almost <laughs> scored. Yeah, that is a trip. Wow. That
1: wow. is a that you talking about domination. That's domination. Well look, let me ask you this man. So, with all that success, I know you don't have success every year, but with the successes and the ups and downs of coaching career, and I can tell, you know, then we keep calling you coach, so we know that's, that's what your life is. Yeah. That's, that's you, that's man. Lifestyle. How do you stop that, man? You said you it's, stopped it. How do you stop after, that, dude? After
2: they did that uh-huh. to us, it, it kind of took, it, it just took all the, took fun, the fight right? out of it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So, I stopped mm-hmm. for a little while, like I said, Then I got married and stuff, and mm-hmm. that's well, that's juggling a lot of the stuff. And then we got these right. kids now, right? Right. Because you know we adopted these kids,
1: right? Well, talk about that, but we, yeah, yeah, we got yeah. yeah. we got a little time man. Talk yeah. about that, man.
2: So we had uh, my wife. My wife has done foster care for
1: I want to say ten years. Mm-hmm. So when
2: we got together, she got you know we she was doing older kids. Mm-hmm. And so she said, I'm not doing older kids no more. We'll do some younger kids. And she said, I'm not gonna have no more kids. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So maybe if we find some, we'll adopt some. And we'll raise them together. So. They came in the middle of the night. Baby was four months old. Uh two brothers and a sister. And we had them for two years and we just adopted them the day before uh, uh, Christmas Eve. Appreciate it. Congratulations, man. Congratulations.
1: And that's a major step, man, because everybody won't do what you're doing, man. And for you to take that responsibility on man. That's just just a blessing, man. And I hope and pray that those kids understand how blessed they are to come into a situation like that. They're, man. they're,
2: they're having problems with it mm-hmm. because, they, like I said, they knew their parents. Right. You know what I'm saying? But the biggest thing was, like, when I told them, I was like, you know, get adopted. they got changed the last thing. The oldest one's like, no last name. Why yeah. can't I keep? Why can't we make it Jude and I was like, because I didn't marry your dad. Yeah. You know what I'm <laughs>
1: Look, that's a whole nother podcast. Yeah, right yeah. So I was like, I was like, I was like, man. So it,
2: it that's, that ain't how it works, you yeah, know what I'm yeah. saying? Right. He said, well, well, Tracy's name is William Williams-Anders. I was mm-hmm. like, because I married Tracy and she wanted to keep her last name and mine. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But they, they, you know, their daddy was, you know, is, you know, like any little boy's daddy. Yeah, he, yeah. he wrote it. Down. Yeah, he, man. it don't matter what he did. You yeah, know what man. I'm saying? And the mama, too, no matter what they do, they're going to look up to that. So, so it's going to take some
1: time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We're, 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 we're here for it. Yeah. yeah. Amen. 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 I like yeah. that, man. I just like the fact yeah. that you're taking that on, man, because, again, we got – like uh, y'all just said earlier, and Johnson said, uh, sometimes life does give you a bad hand, man, but sometimes you got to throw that hand in and get another hand, man. Yeah, you man. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, throw that hand in, man. That one didn't work.
0: you yeah. going to try something else. Yeah, man. Coach man, before we let you go, give us one more uh, piece of advice, one more uh, last mic uh, drop quote, man. What we do for all of our guests is give them a chance, man, to talk to that black man, that white man, that black woman, that white man they need that needs a bit of advice. It's going to be going to be anxiety. It's some type of mental health issue. They just need a little bit. They need a little motivation. need something, man, that, that could give them and that vision. That
2: first of all you never give up you never give up on yourself because you just gotta keep going period like it gets greater later you can never you can never give up like, period like people give up on themselves too easy these days and the first route ain't gonna work the second route might not work but That third one might be where you need to be so you just, you just gotta keep pushing
0: I like that man. I, I, love, like it. That, I man. love it. man. Coach Ron. Yeah, yeah, man. This has been good, man. This has been good, man. But yeah, yeah. man. I'm, yeah. I'm just super excited, man. Again, I uh I I love this dude, man. He yeah. taught me a lot, man, just not only uh about man, being a good football player, but being a man. You know what I'm saying? And I, I appreciate coach. Uh there was a many a time where I was not paying attention, man, to the play And, hand. I was the one looking at the cheerleader. <laughs> All the pretty ladies yes, pretty would. Like, nonetheless, man, we, we got the games won, we doing our thing, and, and if, if a tackle needed to be made, I was there for it. Maybe it just be. But <laughs> hey, man, Coach Ron, man, thank you. Yeah, for being on the show, man, and uh, it's been
1: a good time. Pop- yeah, man, I, I'm gonna say again, thank you, man, for coming on, man. And, and we just glad to have you, man, and glad to hear your story. And uh, man, tell your wife, man, we appreciate her letting you Tracy, come man. out. Tracy, Tracy. Tracy, hey Tracy, <laughs> hey Tracy, Tracy, you got a good one. You got a good one. You got a good one. So we appreciate that. But uh, hey, man, glad to have you. A peace and blessing, man, to your family. And we pray to God, man, that they grow up to be strong and courageous and healthy boys and girls, man, and that you uh, grow up with them, man. And, uh, and we also Looking forward to uh, Coach Ron hitting the coaching uh, phase again. gotta get back in. You gotta get back in, man. You can't,
0: you can't run from it. Too oh, yeah. man. You can't run from it, man. But that's our episode for this week, man. Hey, man. Black Man Vinci podcast, the baddest podcast in Nashville. It is what it is. It ain't what it ain't. You can do what you can. And you can, do
1: what you can. Until next week, Nashville, it's a wrap. Black Man, don't get trapped.